Over the course of nine years, my father, Stephen, son of Robert and Lillian, memorized over 90 quotes that he recites daily. In each podcast, a quote is randomly picked out of a hat and then discussed. Many of the quotes relate in one way or the other to the dreams course that Stephen is currently teaching. Welcome to Quotes. I'm oh. Michael, uh, son of R- Stephen and Judith. And I'm Stephen, um, son of Lillian and Robert. Let's get to the hat. Yeah. It's, uh, All right, now you pick it out this time and read it, okay? I, I like that idea. All right. I love that hat, by the way. Panama hat. Okay. All right, what's it say? Well, it's what I pulled. Okay. Well, <laughs> Well, it's another Herman Hess. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's so dark. Oh, no. Soon you and I will disappear. <laughs> Unknown will be on nobody's list. <laughs> Others will take our place, and we should not be missed. It's so What brutal. the hell, man? <laughs> like, I'm starting to get, like, a motif here with some of these <laughs> quotes. Oh, God, that is so depressing. (laughs) Why is that in the rotation? Why would you want to say that every day as a mantra? Because that's one of the problems of mental illness. I mean, I don't know. Soon you and I will disappear. Okay, fair enough. Yes, I love everything has. Sure, I I will acknowledge it's great to be rooted in the ideas of impermanence. Soon you and I will disappear. Yeah. Unknown will be on nobody's list. What are the buried buried histories that we walk past every day that that are unknown to us? Um they're on no, okay. Others will take our place. Yes, we are those others right now. We have taken the place of other people who were at one point thinking, fuck, soon I'll disappear. And we should not be missed. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I I, I don't agree with that part because like I miss Hess. Yeah. I miss his, you know, him not being in my life through his work. Hmm. His would be my life would be less. He's, you know, so he's remembered by me every day, and I mean it. Uh, yeah, people get remembered. I mean, yeah, you get remembered, and especially if you do something interesting, like have a life like his that's individuated and interesting and artistic is this yeah, a poem no i mean his poem it's yeah part of him his poem it's one of his poems yeah yeah soon you and i will disappear great glad i yeah good. tuned in yeah <laughs> <laughs> soon you and i will disappear yeah, so what the fuck are you doing today so live your live your life shut the fuck up sorry to hear about your poor childhood fuck you now is now. Fuck. You're on the planet. <laughs> oh shit! I'm just teasing that culture. It's no, right. it's for sure. I at some point you have to put down the stories that hold you back. The, the life is purposeful. There is something out there. It's like we're broken. It's like we're a whole plate, and we come in through when we're born. We're pure energy, just like a wonderful round beautiful moving pulsating energy and we go into form and then we become human and it's like we spend the rest of our lives trying to get back to the self before it became form it's like that's the part because everything's been shattered the the the, the, 
psychologically the plate has been shattered and now you have to figure out where the pieces are. Right. The way I like to think about it is that you spend your lifetime um, learning how to remember what it feels like to be a whole human being, a whole person. Yeah. Yeah. And and actually, a human being is kind of irrelevant because it's just that's the form that we're in this time. But it's like you spend your whole lifetime remembering, learning how to remember how to be a a complete being. Yeah, and um, I think it's such a more interesting route to think. And I was reading this last night in, in a book that I'm reading about afterlife. I find myself interested in reading books about afterlife. I I find the other Christianity I find depressing yeah take and, a fucking walk you know and he died for me and I should be guilty and you're and all that and just go well you're on a planet in space guys can we wake up a little bit you know it's floating we're in this amazing thing and you're giving punishment things yeah and psychological th- punishment yeah no I th- so in that in the in the book I'm reading, um, they're discussing that when you come into life, there's a whole planning commission of your of yourself gathering to try to figure out what's the next test you this what form you should take should be what test you need to overcome. As if you were spending reincarnated lives trying to get holistic. It's not one life we're trying to do it, it's in multiple lives we're putting the plate back together. That's reincarnation. To me, that's how I, I could embrace reincarnation. It's like unified. It's not boom here and then I'm a prince and then I'm, you know, I'm a guy running a hotel in the 14th century. I don't know, I mean, it's just, I think it's something about it that is really beautiful. Yes. That I came in here and, you know, and that I'm here to learn lessons not to not to you know get things and you know all my big boats they're not going with you buddy yeah it's um it's interesting i'm it's, i'm, I'm uh, tripping out I'm, I'm i'm thinking about how trippy life is truly you can have moments in, in you know where everything makes sense everything just feels connected and right and then you have moments where you're just totally lost and in despair yeah, the wave, of course. You come so back. Up and down, up and down. Yeah. Up and down. Up so and then down. it's like, oh, man, that's such a, to, to um, unlock that sense of mm-hmm. riding the wave. Yeah. And becoming graceful about riding the wave. So you become consciously aware of like, okay, we're all going to be going through these ups and downs. How do I carry myself as, as I'm riding those waves? You know, yeah. And there's what style do I have? What grace do I have? What consciousness and awareness of other people do I have? Of other living animals? It's so much more easier to be at peace, knowing that you're gonna have to figure these ups and downs. You're gonna have to ride them, but at the same time, you can command yourself with. Uh, well, they're just part of something else. I mean. Everything's in relationship to everything. I mean, the the way the planets line up and the way m- the year is 360, whatever it is, two or five years or whatever. Um, you know, that all that's moving in space and things are moving at the right speed and 
Really? If I were given that as a homework assignment, go home this weekend and create a planetary system with gravitation, gravitational tugs and pulls and make it all work. See you on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. isn't it kind of... And then go the opposite way. Go to something Now like it's like, oh, check out this photo I took with this thing that I didn't even make. This camera, this camera yeah. phone. Did you put those pieces together? No, I have the receipts. Yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. Let me sh and you took a picture. Yeah. You pressed a, it's not, you pressed a screen. Cool. Great job. Yeah, great job. Now it's like, okay, I went to Nepal. I'm either going to post like five photos of it online. Right. And that's my trip. Yeah, that's what I'm up to. That's what I'm up to. Check me out with the monk. Or you're like, I don't want to pimp out Nepal like on Instagram. So I'm just not going to show anyone those photos. Holy karma. Am I getting peaceful over here? Kind of postcards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, met, a <laughs> met a kind of mini Dalai Lama yesterday. Wow. Was his energy off the, off the, off the board? I mean, you know, you met the Dalai Lama, right? I did. I, <laughs> I did. I did meet him. And um, do you want me to tell you that story? I mean, I don't have a. F I met the Dalai Lama. Yeah, story. I'm kind of not that. I can go as far as to say I didn't really meet him. I more kind of like put my hands into his hands. So. Um, our friend Harold Ramis, beautiful Harold Ramis, and his wife, and Harold was not well, and his wife, um, Erica, Erica Ramis, uh, who's, you know, incredible creature herself, great person, great spirit, great everything. She arranged for us to, m for Harold to meet the Dalai Lama after a performance in Chicago backstage. So, and she included me, so I had, though, to be acting like I was Harold's caregiver pushing him in a wheelchair. Such a hard claim. I'm fucking backstage at the Dalai Lama show. Yeah, and you know what's really weird is, what do they call the eat backstage or the food? The green room. The, the green is the green room. All the, it's really weird to come in and see two things. First, the monks lined up, like, at the table picking M&Ms and cheese bits and <laughs> so it's monks hungry like looking for where who took the hey 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 did you just take that that was mine oh i'm sorry that's my ego uh, i mean you had those guys and then you turned the corner and because the dalai lama had recently visited obama he'd been threatened to be killed so you now once you get through with the m, &M monks you're left with uh, the guys from the secret service jeez who, by the way, aren't smiling a lot. Yeah, like not picking up no, on the Dalai Lama's no, energy. No, nothing. They're getting. They're there to dominate the D Dalai Lama's energy. I wow. Mean, or they're mixing it up, and so they're mixing it up. So there I am. We were wheeling Harold back and wheeling this whatever, and taking this all in, and we finally kind of got stuck in a corner, and there was another couple next to me, uh, an older woman and her husband wasn't very well, and so I didn't know what to say. So she started small talk. And the next thing I know, she was 
practically, and I'm not kidding, showing me a brochure of rugs I could buy. <laughs> where her husband is in the front, you know, drooling on his leg. And, uh, and I'm going like, is this really the time for me to get into the rug <laughs> business? <laughs> you know, like, really? Okay, I guess so, maybe. And then the Dalai Lama arrived with the Secret Service and all the people behind him, and oh my God, it's the Dalai Lama. Holy, sm oh my God. I mean, it's kind of, and all my life I've thought about getting to meet him. And uh, so picture- Is it like rock star energy, or is it like- Oh, oh yeah. here's someone who's like a spiritual being energy. Like, what is it? What is it more? It's both. Yeah. He's a rock star because of who he is, and he's also a holy man. Yeah. He's here to teach. He's a great teacher. Yeah. He's had a, and he had to lead his people into exile. Yeah. So he's survived a lot. He's, he's a man to teach you about perseverance and a lot of other things, and he's funny. Like, when you go and see him live, why you, people, he'll say something and then he'll look over at you and start like chattering, like, you know, like having conversation, laughing right at you. You know, I mean, he, he's totally in himself, being himself. Yeah. He's not being all serious. And I'm the right. freaking Dalai Lama. And I got some spiritual news for you guys. Yeah, he seems like a jolly fellow. Yeah. So he walks into this. So room. he comes in the room and then there's exchanges between Harold and he where the Dalai Lama leans over into his ears because I think Harold had asked for, or Erica did or, or all of us did you know a prayer and so the Dalai Lama delivered that prayer to Harold and then there was a photo taken and they all came back and I found myself standing right to the left of the Dalai Lama yeah <laughs> and that's when you put your hand on no, his that's when I had and I said what am I gonna do I gotta I gotta I can't say hey Dalai Lama I'm Steve Campman it's been, I was on the <laughs> new heart show I was on the new heart show and also I've written 30 movies um and Mikey and I are making a podcast if you have time it'd be great if you could listen you know I mean you have no time so the only thing I could think of doing was when it was over and his hand was on the back of a chair I thought at that point when the photo was over and they said it's over I was going to take my right hand and put it on his top of his left hand. Yeah. To just suck all the energy out of him. <laughs> oh my God. No, no, to get, not to, not, but to, you know. I, you I, were hoping for that. No, I just said, this is it. I'm not, it's not like, oh, well, I, you know, I didn't get to say anything and he didn't ignore it. But, I'll, you know, the next time I see him. Yeah. I mean, when's the next time I'm going to be next to the Dalai Lama? Right. So I grabbed his hand. So it's such an honor and all this. So you is, put your hand on his hand and then what I happened? I put it on a hand and I then left it there for two seconds. And then he never said anything to me. We had a brief moment of eyes passing. But it was as this, like, I like you a lot. <laughs> Do you like me? No, it wasn't <laughs> like that at all. It was like nothing, but for me it was everything. So at the end of the story, I said to Harold, and then we'll, we'll probably come to conclusion on this. But Yeah. Um, all this began, by the way, all this life talk and Dalai Lama talk and all this, all out of the poem that was so depressing. Yeah. So what's that tell us? Maybe it's not so negative, Mr. No, uh, it means, it, well, it's like, wow, that is so <laughs> negative. That is so depressing. You've you got to be positive. Now that I just want to run away from that as, as soon as possible and get into something more spirited. Also. I, well, maybe that's a reminder to me and why it's in the rotation. Maybe. Yeah. Also, the I, um, the best advice the Dalai Lama ever gave me, in case you're interested, was to 
wash your hands before you go to the bathroom, not afterwards. Oh, that's so smart. Yeah, because you touch everything with dirty hands. Yeah, exactly. Uh, (laughs) So it's actually smarter to wash your hands before you go. See, I just wish I would have that opportunity, and he would have, you know, where you'd have that opportunity to say that to him. (laughs) Because, I mean, but at the end of the story, I said to Harold, I said, Harold, I'm very embarrassed about what happened there. And he said, what? And I said, well, you know, he leaned into you to say give prayer to you, and I was behind you. I was your caretaker. And when he was whispering something, he looked up at me, and we made eye contact. And Harold, I'm here to tell you what he did was kind of weird. He rolled his eyes at me. (laughs) And I didn't know what to do. I panicked. So I rolled my eyes back at him as if saying, you think he's a pain in the ass. I have to be with him all day long. <laughs> I didn't know what the Dalai Lama was trying to say to me. It was a horrible moment. So I had to apologize to Harold for that. Yeah. He, the Harold, Harold he laughed. laughed. He laughed. It made me so, it made my day that he, if you can make Harold laugh, that was yeah. a good thing. Yeah. And, you know, hmm. he hmm. was such a, and I, I just want to take that opportunity. He was such a person, a good person. Hmm. And Harold was also someone that, uh, walk the talk. He hired a lot of us, people like myself and other people, and always looked after others. He was like the kind of a godfather type guy. And I just uh, think of him and miss him. Yeah, he was also one of the first people that I remember. Um, he was also one of the first people that introduced me to Buddhism. Oh really? I mean, just in terms of seeing yeah. it in the in like the flesh, like someone that's like, "Oh, why are you wearing those beads around your wrist?" Right. You know, like, you know, you start to get that exposure, and then through him, you 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 know, you begin to sort of. He had the water, the uh, laminated, the four noble truths, and the eightfold path. Right. Yeah. That laminated we, on a piece of paper. Yeah, I know. I, I love used that. to hang mine in the shower because it was wa- laminated, so it was waterproof. Wow. So when I was in the shower. I could look at the 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 four noble truths and the eightfold path and just read those words and even if I didn't understand them at the time and I didn't fully understand them I was still sort of seeing those words and processing them Great. into my into my consciousness. All right, I see the our dog right, has yeah. come up with a ball so I have to go play with her but uh we'll talk. Yeah, thanks. And I make my way over to Tibet. And I get on as a looper at a course over there in Himalayas. A looper? A looper. You know, a caddy, a looper. Jack. So I tell him I'm a pro Jack. And who do you think they give me? The Dalai Lama himself. The 12th son of the Lama. The flowing robes, the grace, bald. <sighs> Striking. So I'm on a first tee with him. I give him the driver. He hauls off and whacks one. Big hitter, the Lama. Long. Into a 10,000-foot crevice right at the base of this glacier. Do you know what the Lama says? No. Gunga, galunga. Gunga, gunga, la gunga. So we finish 18, and he's going to stiff me. And I say, hey, Lama, hey, how about a little something, you know, for the effort, you know? And he says, oh, uh, there won't be any money. But when you die on your deathbed, you will receive 
total consciousness. So I got that going for me, which is nice. Thank you for listening to Quotes. If you liked today's episode, please subscribe to the show and come back for the next episode. We have many, many more quotes to get to. Thank you.